Welcome to the REACH podcast, where you'll hear from researchers, doctors, and patients themselves on how exercise, nutrition, and lifestyle behaviors can reduce cancer risk and improve survivorship. I'm your host, Kieran Fairman. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the very first episode of the REACH podcast. Um, I'm really excited. This is something I've been thinking about doing for a long time now, so I'm glad I kind of finally just, just uh, all the things aligned in my life that gave me somewhat free time to be able to step up and kind of move forward with this. So today is more of an introduction to the podcast itself, what I hope it can be, um, the goal of it, what you can expect from it. And then I'll also give a little bit of background about me and, and kind of where I'm coming from and the angle I'm coming from uh, with this podcast. So um, the podcast itself is kind of the result of me talking to a lot of researchers in the field of exercise, nutrition and, and cancer health, along with talking to cancer patients and survivors themselves, where there's just not a lot of information I take that back. There's a lot of information that isn't getting translated to cancer patients and survivors. And so um, I've been working in this field of, of exercise oncology for about seven years now. And, and throughout that time, everyone I talk to, you know, it's a fairly new field, but the people I talk to are just kind of amazed at how much research is out there, but how little information is getting back to cancer patients and survivors themselves. And so... Every time I talk to researchers or colleagues at different conferences or I talk to cancer patients themselves, um, they, they're all kind of saying we need some sort of platform to, to get, this, get the word out and, and teach trainers, health professionals, um, whoever it may be, to how to work with cancer patient survivors, but also give cancer patient survivors um, a platform or a resource to go to where they can learn about how to... Uh, properly fuel themselves, how can exercise complement uh, whatever treatment they're going through. And so this is just one one way, and I think this is my very small contribution to a much larger field in the hopes that, you know, I can hopefully get some, some really cool people on to talk about their research and, and how exercise and nutrition and, and various lifestyle behaviors can, you know, improve quality of life during treatment, improve your fitness, um, reduce cancer risk, hopefully reduce the risk of com- recurrence, all that good stuff. So what I hope to do is, as I said, um, I want to come at this from, from several different angles. Um, we, I know quite a few researchers in the area of exercise and, and cancer where they can talk about different types of cancer. They can talk about um, different challenges faced by different cancer patients, survivors, what they think the state of the field is. Ultimately, our goal is to establish exercise oncology as a standard of care. And the easiest comparison or analogy I can give is try to mimic what happens with cardiac rehab. So in cardiac rehab, you have some sort of cardiac event, whether it may be a heart attack or or whatever the case may be. You're set up with your cardiologist, you're set up with a doctor, and you're also set up with an exercise physiologist who will design a program that will then complement your treatment. You know, years ago, we used to say, well, if you had a heart attack, let's do bed rest, let's not stress the heart, you know, it's in a weakened state. Whereas now we understand how powerful it is to improve your overall prognosis if you get up and get moving as quick as possible. And so that's pretty much covered 
all over the country and if not the world in terms of uh, it's it's recognized that cardiac rehab is a safe and effective thing to do insurance parties recognize it where they can kind of offset the cost of of going through this rehab and so that's what we hope to do with exercise oncology where when you get a cancer diagnosis you meet with your physician you meet with an oncologist a radiologist whoever it may be but you will also meet with an exercise physiologist trained in the cancer area because you need to have a unique um, perspective when you're working with cancer patients there's a lot of side effects of treatment that are unique to cancer that you have to be careful of when you're prescribing exercise. So folks that are trained in this area um, really do have that kind of nuanced approach to it. So this is, you know, my hope with this podcast is is to hopefully provide more awareness to this field to, as I said, give cancer patients and survivors information that will help them, but also try and pull a lot of health professionals into this field to show them um, the need for professionals in this field, along with, um, you know, just how much work there there can be done in this area to really improve it. And so, as I said, I'm tr- going to try to come at it from a few different angles where I'll have some some exercise science researchers who do f- work specifically with cancer patients, try and get a few RDs on where they'll kind of come at it from a dietary perspective and, and look at different diets and the evidence behind them in terms of efficacy. Um, hopefully try and get some MDs on or oncologists on where they can talk about what they see day-to-day in the clinic and uh, what what type of characteristics do they see in cancer patients that come back versus those who maybe you know don't experience a recurrence. And I think one of the most important things in, and something that I've been missing in a lot of my work previously is I want to get cancer patients and survivors in to talk about their experience and to talk about what it was like to go through treatment, what it was like to have your life turned upside down, if they exercised, how they exercised, um, those who were you know, active and, and healthy and training, um, how much did that take a hit and how they kind of navigate that in the hopes that you're kind of getting this holistic picture to, to this whole cancer care approach and, and how we can uh, use all these different tools and perspectives to hopefully provide, as I said, uh, both patients and, and professionals with this uh, clearer picture of how to move forward. So that's the goal for the, the podcast. There's no real um, end goal or, you know, uh, <laughs> not trying to be rich and famous. It's a fairly niche area. Uh, but I think the people who need to find this will find it. And that's my main goal is is whether it's patients or professionals, the people who are interested in this area, hopefully through word of mouth and, and, and people getting the word out about it, this can be uh, some sort of resource to whoever it may be that think this we can be of benefit to them. So just a little about me. Uh, my name's Kieran Fairman, obviously. Um, I'm the host of the podcast, and I'm currently f- entering my final year of my PhD studies at The Ohio State University in Columbus, Ohio. And so uh, kind of heading into, into a fairly important year as I finish up my studies and I look to continue my career uh, doing this type of research where I look at exercise and, and uh, how we can, you know, change exercise to complement treatment and optimize, you know, quality of life, physical function, whatever the case may be in cancer patients, survivors. So hopefully I can land at, at some sort of establishment or university where I can continue to teach and continue my research and, and keep doing this stuff where, where we're kind of getting the word out about the, the, the good stuff about exercise and, and cancer. So I came to the States uh, almost a decade ago. I came over when I was 18 to 
Kentucky Wesleyan College in Owensboro, Kentucky. Um, came over with the aspirations of being a professional soccer player. And I think I was just in a fairly strong denial of how awful I was at soccer. So quickly realized that wasn't going to be the case. And I kind of turned my attention elsewhere. And that's when I found um, uh, this area. My my ma, my mother, uh, Jacinta, she came, she came down. She was diagnosed with breast cancer Christmas of my sophomore year. And at the time I was uh, in Kentucky, I was on my own. Everyone had gotten home for the holidays. And um, just hearing... You know, her going through the treatment and, uh, you know, I couldn't go home and I couldn't get home to be there with her. Um, and I just heard, you know, everything she was going through with chemotherapy, with, with radiation, just feeling drained all the time. And just, you know, getting on the phone or getting on Skype and just listening to that for months, you know, it just anyone who has experienced cancer closely in their family knows how, how devastating it can be and, and the impact it can have on your family. And so... I knew, I was kind of listening to all these side effects and I kind of was going, well, all these negative side effects, uh, like, you know, weakness and, and, and fatigue and um, low quality of life and all that type of stuff, all of those negative side effects are mirrored by the positive side effects of exercise. You know, exercise can improve your mood, it can improve your sleep, it can improve fatigue, um, increase your energy levels, all that stuff. So I was kind of going you know, there might be something here. And my mentor at the time, Dr. Jason Crandall, who is still a good friend to this day, phenomenal guy who's at Western Kentucky University doing some really cool stuff. Um, he brought me out to ACSM, our national our, our national governing body. Um, they had an annual conference and he brought me out to Denver in 2011 to, to just see what was out there and kind of, this conference is incredible. I love going to it every year and I love going back and meeting new people and reconnecting with colleagues and finding what they're up to. But um, he he brought me out there and it was excellent and we heard about the University of Northern Colorado and uh, Dr. Schneider, who recently passed, uh, she she set up this rehab clinic, I'd say 10 or 15 years ago and it, it just kind of year by year gradually grew and I was going into my junior year at the time and listening to these folks about their rehab center and what it was about and what they were doing, I was set. I knew I wanted to do this. I knew um, I had a passion for it and and I just wanted to help people like me ma going through this and, and seeing what they did and, and all the powerful impact they were having with different cancer patients and survivors. It was I was I was sold. So came back to Kentucky and, and set up a, a small rehab clinic in a local PT clinic in town um, just kind of get my feet wet in the area seeing what it's about seeing if we could gain any traction and I was lucky enough to get into a master's program down in Georgia Southern University um, at uh, down in Statesboro Georgia and uh, I was under the mentorship of Dr. Chrissy Kendall who will tell you herself she initially didn't want me uh, as a as a uh, research assistant because my my grades coming out of college were so bad that I barely got into the master's program because the first couple of years of college didn't really know what I was doing um didn't didn't see you know academic as a as a strong suit for me and then as I said once I fell in love with with this area of exercise physiology it was it was all A's from there but those all A's did a lot of work to try and buffer the the 2.0 or the C average I had before that so um on paper I didn't look great going into my master's program 
But uh, Chrissy was was incredible the whole time. Really supportive. I mean, not just her. Jodie Langdon was there. Brandon Harris, Steve Rossi, and Jim McMillan. The chair was incredible, and all those guys um, did so much to help me with with my research and and getting it off the ground. And so started to do my master's research, and and I was doing um, looking at the effects of this anti gravity treadmill in combination with an exercise program for breast cancer survivors. And a really cool experience. And again, everyone I met in the program, I'm still really good friends with with a few of them to this day of, of these uh, breast cancer survivors who were in the study. Um, just seeing the impact it could make uh, was, was so powerful to me. And again, it just solidified uh, my desire to be in this field and to continue research in this area. And I absolutely loved it. So finishing up my thesis, looking at schools to, to go to, um, Ohio State came up and it was kind of one of those um, Hail Mary schools. You know, I was applying to kind of middle of the road schools. Um, again, I still didn't see myself at, at, at that level. But I uh, emailed Dr. Brian Foe, who again, this guy is just, he's been an incredible mentor to me and has completely changed the shape of my career um, and the shape of my life. I mean, he's taught me so much beyond just academics, but how to be, you know, a uh, better professional, how to be a better person. The guy is just, I cannot speak highly enough of him. But we spoke over the phone. Uh, I, I'd i been talking to the, all these schools and, you know, it's normally a 15-minute chat. Who are you? Let's see your resume. What are you about? Um, but we just hit it off, man. We uh, we spoke for about an hour about areas in, in cancer research that could be improved and how do we work better with these uh, patients, survivors, and we both really connected on, on this idea of um, too often we do these interventions, 12-week, 16-week, 24-week interventions looking at exercise and cancer. And we say, you know, they, they did an exercise program. They improved in strength and fitness or in, in body composition, whatever the case may be. And then we just say, you know, have a good life. Good luck. And too often you're seeing that all these improvements that are made in that 12, 16-week, 24 period are lost because we don't give the participants the right tools to be able to go off and do it independently. You know, a lot of these studies, when you come in, your weights are chosen for you, your reps are chosen for you, your sets are chosen for you, and you don't really get taught how to progress your training on your own or how to choose exercise on your own. And so we really hit it off on this idea of, of how do we do that? How do we give cancer patients, survivors, these, these tools that will allow them not just to be successful during the intervention but when they come back to us six months 12 months 24 months down the line they're still fit they're still active they're still doing all the stuff they were doing in our intervention so um after that conversation i was sold and uh it look at a draw i think it just so happened he didn't have a lot of uh applicants that year and and uh you know i i was i was really fortunate to get in and i've just been loving it ever since i mean I learn from this guy every single day and he's incredible and I've been able to work with a variety of different um, cancer populations, uh, work with prostate, work with breast, work with endometrial and then just meeting some of these doctors that, you know, the James Cancer Centre here in Columbus is one of the best in the country and just to see them operate at that level and one of the, the most powerful things for me this year or I suppose this um, this program in the past three or four years has been seeing that before I came up here, I kind of was on 
I had the perspective that a lot of oncologists and doctors didn't really view exercise as a positive. And there are some out there that 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 appreciate what it can do, but don't have the time or resources to uh, to spend time with their patients going through all this stuff. And so, uh, when I came up to Ohio, uh, met Dr. Steve Clinton, who's the prostate uh, head of the prostate division, and Miriam Lusberg, who's head of the breast division, and uh, just two incredible people who. Um, are such strong believers in the power of exercise and they're the ones that lead a lot of our exercise trials with referrals from patients and and doing everything they can to help us get these studies off the ground and get a recruit and participants up to where we have you know uh, a powerful enough study to to support our findings and uh, it's just been a real eye-opener to me to see uh, that they share our frustration that we know how powerful exercise can be and now it's about trying to get it established as a standard of care in hospitals how do we what what do we need to do with the field moving forward to where um people will start to take it on board and and as i said at the start you will be able to meet with your oncologist radiologist and someone like me an exercise physiologist who can work with you as you're going through treatment to to manipulate your training that will um you know improve whatever you know symptoms you may have going through treatment and 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 that's the main goal for for not just my my research but uh i think everyone in this field i mean i've just i've learned and met learned from and met some incredible people at these conferences and and throughout the last six years that um a lot of them will make appearances on the podcast and it's something that i hope to just to continue with to collaborate with them and and just see what we can do with the field. So that's the goal with the podcast. Uh, just trying to to increase the the awareness of what we're doing. Um, trying to get more information out there to the masses, whether it's professionals or patients, to try and uh, gain awareness to our field, and sh- you know bring some of our our expertise to you know to a larger population that they can learn from the nuances of working with different patient populations and, and collaborating with physicians and oncologists and how to go about all that stuff. So I hope you get a lot out of it. Um, we have some really cool interviews lined up in the first few months here, and um, I think we'll really get a taste for how it's going to move forward. It will evolve as it evolves, and it will be what it, what will it be, but I'm, I'm really excited to start this journey, and uh, hopefully you'll, you'll enjoy it too. So thanks a lot for tuning in, guys. Um, one of the biggest things I'm interested in is just getting your feedback, whether it's positive or negative. Anything about the show, anything you want to see from the show, any potential people you'd like to see interviewed, whatever the case may be, anything in the area of, of exercise and cancer, any questions you have, um, contact me and, and we'll try to work through them. So thanks again, guys. Hope you've enjoyed this and we'll see you next time. <laughs>